Hello, how are you? This is Jay Funds One, and I just watched the Walking Dead season eight, episode one premiere, and I have to tell you, it was off the chain. I liked it a whole lot. It started really fast in the beginning. They seemed to give us every single thing we wanted. As fans, we wanted to finally see Carol back in action. We wanted to see Morgan back in action. We wanted to see Maggie also back in action. We wanted to see Daryl back in action. Rick Grimes back in action. We wanted to see everyone that we've been watching for years and their characters develop, come back together as a unit, a cohesive unit, and The Walking Dead has managed to give us everything that we've been wanting the entire of season, um, season seven. Se season seven, uh, the first half was kind of dark. The second half, they were splintered. They were trying to get together. Each of them had their own storyline, basically, and we had... We, we, we saw them all individually, and we saw the trials individually, but we finally got a chance to see them together. We got a chance to see uh, Father Gabriel do his thing, even though some are saying that they are upset that he didn't do, um, not, not, not to give anything away, but some are upset that he didn't pull the trigger when he should have. Um, there's a rumor going around saying that he could not pull the trigger because he was out of ammunition. I guess we'll see that in the future. We also got a chance to see, finally, that Negan is on the defensive for a change and not simply on the offensive. We got a chance to see a intricate plan at work. This episode reminds me a lot of how season six started. And as a matter of fact, it's my opinion that The Walking Dead turned a corner at season six and they switched from being this band of soloist survivalists going from house to house trying to find food and, and live off of foraging the land to actually a cohesive group where they are able to conquer and see a problem and conquer it and create a plan, they have a home base, they have roots per se, and they have something to fight for other than survival. They're actually fighting for their way of life and they're trying to impress their way of life on their current environment, which includes zombies. A lot of people are down on watching zombies, but the zombies, I tell everyone the zombies are only a stressor and it provides a backdrop and a constant reminder of the danger that they're living in in this world of post-apocalyptic, no rules, all goes kind of environment. So all of that being said, the show was excellent. The show started off with the, the plan that's kind of already being enacted. We saw that the the saviors had their people that were watching certain um, routes and paths. And although the show didn't go into how Rick Grimes and the crew found out where they were, it was assumed that they were scouted. The show, I think, skipped forward maybe a, maybe a couple of weeks. Kind of brings to wonder what was Negan doing during that time. Was he not planning also? Or was Rick just a better strategic planner than Negan was? It seems that Negan really, that Rick really got the drop on Negan. And it seems that Rick really had a 
a plan that even though he didn't have the numbers, he had the element of surprise. He also evened the numbers by having the walkers. In addition to that, he had a group of people that were basically saying, I would rather live free and fight than survive and live under this guy's thumb. So you have a dedicated group of guys. The whole scene with the Hilltops guy, Xander, was awesome. I, I, I don't know how he thought that people were going to follow him. The whole scene where they even have a scene where uh, Negan's trying to fight through some walkers. It didn't happen on the episode, but apparently it's on AMC's other kind of media, VC. I don't know, but I'm going to go on it tonight. So the initial, my initial thoughts of this episode was a A plus. I rank it 98 out of 100. The only reason why I don't rank it 100 is because I didn't see my girl, uh, um, uh, I didn't see my girl, both of my two fighters, the, the Latin fighter, her name is escaping me right now, um, and Sasha. So I really wanted to see those two. They were more or less in protection mode, which is kind of unusual to me because she has always been a forefront and always been kind of a, a gangster. So I'm surprised, but I know they need someone to protect the base. I also really like uh, Carl, the way he is saying that we can't live without hope and that we have to not, we have to protect people and we have to be able to, if we see someone that needs help, supply that help and not just assume that they are the enemy all the time. I like how Morgan has come back from, he is now what I call clear Morgan and he is basically doing what he has to do in this element to in this area to survive. I was rewatching the shows earlier and I was going through the character development of Dale in season two and how Dale just refused to kill when in this environment he was living by rules of a previous civilization, but they were debating, for those of you who may, who may or may not remember, they were debating should they kill this guy who was part of a larger group. And the larger group was a vicious group of about 30 men that were about killing, raping, and pillaging. And they were afraid that if they let him go, he would go back to his guys and lead them back to where they were. And that was a big concern. And Dale was highly against that, which which is another which is a discussion for another day. But Morgan also refused to kill for a while. And the reasonings are legit because I like how The Walking Dead set that up with the cheesemaker in saying that the human being wasn't meant to just arbitrarily kill other human beings and it has an effect and that effect is real and Morgan felt that effect and as a matter of fact he went as we all know he went crazy for a while so it's good to see Morgan back I don't know how long he'll be back because killing does affect him in a negative way and he is by far one of the most intricate and best characters on the show so we have Morgan back we have Killer Carol which is another one of my favorite cast members 
on there, but we, we really didn't get to see her, but her presence and just knowing that she's in a group. It's like an all-star survivalist killer um, group, but they also care about people, and they're just really trying to enforce a better way of life and take this world away from the oppressors. So it's really easy to root for them, and it makes it the show was seriously exciting. This show had every element that we've been looking for for all season seven, and they've managed to pack it in one episode. It kind of reminds me of the Game of Thrones, how they had a lot in one episode. And as I was going through the comments from Robert Kirkman himself and uh, Scott Gilwimple, or however you pronounce his name, they were saying the first four episodes are really intense. And this reminds me of season six, where the, where the whole, really the whole season was really intense, but they have a way of really amping up the tension, the pressure. It was all there. The zombies were there. The, the ability to not the ability, but the desire to really get out of tight spaces were there. They really did a fantastic job. This is where The Walking Dead is at its best when it's creating a minute-to-minute, frame-to-frame, action-packed show. So, The Walking Dead is back. It is everything that the comic book, the people that, that read the comic books love, the people that play the video games love. They did a really fantastic job. So this is J-Fun's one. This is my initial thoughts on The Walking Dead. I will be having a more in, um, a more intensive or more in-depth. It's getting late, so I'm tired. A more in-depth podcast tomorrow with my host, uh, Ed Gibbs. i like to hear his thoughts on it. But these are my initial thoughts. And then tomorrow we're going to have a more... Uh, like like a more in depth and we go into it further. So this is J Funds One, the Walking Dead Podcast, Episode One, Season Eight. Um, please contact me on Twitter. Love Twitter at J Funds One. Contact me on my uh, Facebook. Um, contact me at everything is at J Funds One. J Funds One Instagram, J Funds One Snapchat. But Snapchat is actually at AT, not the symbol. I simulate because someone snatched that up before I was able to get it. So, and but my website has all the information, jfunds1.com. I look forward to it. Download the podcast. Please leave a comment. I am trying to make this the number one Walking Dead podcast. It might take a couple of years, but I'm sowing the seeds now. And we, we're going to become number one by being one of the first ones to have a podcast out Monday morning and time for your commute. So you have something to listen to on Monday morning. So thank you very much. Download the podcast. Please leave a comment and a five-star rating, and I will talk with you. Um, look out for my um, follow-up on this tomorrow. J Funds One, I am out. Mm-hmm.